Welcome to the SMW Podcast. This is where warriors share their stories and their knowledge on the art of steel mace training. This month's podcast sponsor is White Lion Athletics. We'd like to thank you for providing our listeners better listening experience. Check out White Lion Athletics. Go to www.whitelionathletics.com. What is up, Warriors? So before we get started on this bonus podcast episode with Queen Gypsy, yeah, that's what I call her over there at Still Mace Flow, I want to let you know about all the new merchandise uh, and the Still Mace Warrior online store, okay? So if you've been wanting to support this podcast, but you didn't know how, now's your chance. There's a t-shirt for everyone there, okay? There's there's a t-shirt on the Great Gamma, okay? Yeah, if you're a traditional swinger, you know what I'm talking about. There's a t-shirt uh, inspired by the 80s, She Mace, okay, for the ladies. There's The Mace Chose Me, so if you feel like The Mace Chose You, why don't you go buy yourself that t-shirt and rock it out while you're swinging or flowing or whatever you do with that mace. All right. So anyways, I hope you enjoy this bonus podcast. I thought that it was a perfect podcast to end the Warrior Woman Month. Okay. So let's do this. Let's check that out. What's up, Still Based Warriors? Here we are, another podcast episode, but I have a returning guest. And I'm super excited because I missed you in February, by the way. I, I was like so pumped and then I know you got super busy. So we'll talk a little bit about that because I have a feeling I know why you were busy. Um, but anyways, say hello to Stillmates Gypsy. Welcome. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This, is, uh, this has been a long time coming. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been. Okay, so I have it here. The last podcast was on April 3rd, 2018. Oh my god. That was that a while was, ago. Um, that was a while ago. That was before that was right before I moved uh to Austin. To there you Austin. go. From New Mexico. Mm-hmm. That was I, I feel like it was like ages ago. So it's really cool to have you back on here. Uh and I've seen you grow. Oh my god. Like I was just telling you before the podcast, I was like, you look fucking great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you. Look- it's like glow up. No, um, you know, there's a lot to be said when you go through a lot of change and you go through a lot of growth. I mean, um, you know, not to say that I wasn't comfortable with who I was when we first spoke, um, but if, if anything, I'm even more so like I've grown into myself. I've learned a lot about myself and, and I fucking love myself. That's a huge deal. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I got that kind of glow. I got them I love myself glow vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can feel it. Okay. So in the last episode, we talked a little bit about your story, right? So can we kind of like summarize it? Just And if they want to hear the whole story, they can just go back to that old podcast episode. But kind of just summarize what got you into Still Mace. What got me into Steel Mace? Well, you know, it's funny as I can add on to that story a lot more now, um, just looking back, but the short version of it was, is it was something that allowed me to, you know, kind of culminate and create with all of my background being the, you know, the warrior expression vibes, the, uh, when I've had a bad day, this is the tool that I get to go to instead of going to drinking or to partying. Um, one of my girlfriends was the one who was like, hey, come to this class, uh, try this mace class with coach Leo. We both took uh, box, kickboxing classes from Leo. So that's how I knew of him. And the minute I picked up a mace, I mean, shit changed, you know, and needless to say, it's changed a lot over the last 
three to four years, but in a nutshell, it was, it was the first time I picked something up fitness wise that I could be a true warrior with and be, and be in my imagination world in reality. Like I didn't have to pretend that I was a warrior with a mace. I am a fucking warrior. I am this all powerful being with a mace in my hands. So. Wow. What a great <laughs> fucking answer. I'm like, I was just kind of like, oh yeah. You know, it's cool that you bring that up because I've been reading a lot of Toltec books and uh, mm. they talk about how we are actually dreaming. So I think maybe you woke up and you're in your dream now. Like seriously, I, I yeah. um, see how excited I got about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's this, I mean, I grew up living in my imagination. So um, this is actually, this is really special for me to say this on the podcast. This is the first time I'm saying this, I think, on a podcast. Um, my backstory really is something that I've grappled with for a very, for, for the last three years. Um, when you move to a new state, um, a lot can change. You know, you've been, I grew up in New Mexico, so there was a certain way of how things went and operated, and I was surrounded by uh, family, so on and so forth. And I think what I did was I popped a hole in this illusion that I was living in. Um, I grew up in a cult. And when I moved to Austin, that was like a big severance for me. And at that point in time, I hadn't truly acknowledged what had happened in my past. It was like subconsciously my brain, my body was making the decisions for me to save me. Um, so I truly believe that deep my soul was saying get the hell out of here dude like you are not going to be able to live and live as yourself unless you make these separations so that process was uh over the last three years has, has been pretty tough you know especially when you don't necessarily know everything that's going on right like I was going through all this turmoil in my present life in relationship in work and being in a new city and being in a industry where let's be honest, a lot of people focus on looks and how we present ourselves. And, and, and Austin's a wonderful city um, that allows for many different people. They're very open and curious. Um, but, you know, coming into the Onnit scene was pretty intimidating coming from a small town, being a country girl right. and going, holy crap, that chick's a model. And I've seen her on Instagram and I've seen her on the cover of magazine and, and we're working out together, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so there was a lot of like, just having a lot of my beliefs challenged as well and and figuring out that some of my some of those things that I grew up believing weren't were never my beliefs they were somebody else's that was placed upon me and um you know so when you talk about waking up yeah I've had a big wake up I've had a huge awakening and I've shed a lot of things it you know and it wasn't and it wasn't pretty either. And I wasn't necessarily the nicest or best person to be around because I, a lot of this, I was so terrified to say, or even try to explain to people. Um, and, and, and this is my first, you know, initial like stab at talking about it. Cause it needs to be talked about. Some yeah. people need to understand that, Hey, you go through things that are really weird or crazy in life. And you are going to get to a point where you, you don't necessarily have to talk about it to the public like I am, but you're going to get to a point where things are going to be okay. If all, and as cliche, as cliche as it sounds, keep freaking going. Even when you don't want to, even when you're like, my head is wanting to explode with all this depression, all this anxiety, like just make it end. Keep going, keep going. Because those are the, those are the steps. Like you just got to keep like, 
throwing out the mud essentially. And, um, you know, the mace was involved in all of this, all the while, all of this chaos is raining down in my head and in my heart. And I'm going to workshops, I'm traveling, I'm teaching classes, I'm working on my own education. And uh, it's, in a lot of ways, it feels like I was living a double life, maybe even a triple life. In some senses, there was just these layers upon layers. And, you know, throughout, throughout all of that, um, there was the mace, but there, there were several times where I put the mace down. Number one, because I didn't think I was worthy enough to pick it up anymore. How poetic. Oh. A, warrior, a warrior is not worthy to, uh, to wield her mace. Um, oh but, at the end of, but at the end of the day, you know, especially this year and last year, of course, um, were, some, were some big, there were some big moments in, in all of these shifts for me, just like everybody else, COVID affected me in many ways. Um, and I choose to, of course, take the blessings from it because I know it could have been a heck of a lot worse. And um, I sat with my shit really was just the point blank what happened. And I, I was like, look, dude, you got to get real with yourself. You're like, you're spinning in a circle and it's affecting every little aspect of your life. Like, aren't you freaking tired of this ruling your life? And aren't you tired of this ruling now? Now it's overtaking the thing that you moved for, the thing that you love the most, which is steel mace flow, your, your practice, your, your saving, like, movement and med or meditation and movement type of thing and I, it was it was pretty hilarious like this little voice it's me in my head like yelling at me but for the first time it's not saying you suck it's like dude come on you know you're better <laughs> than this what the hell like i have a that's great beautiful inner, i have a great inner dialogue and so yeah awakening sorry i went off on a tangent there but awakening no, is a awesome. huge bucket awakening is a huge fucking word for me because so many people go through like, oh, I am, I'm starting over or I'm, I'm rebirthed or this or that and so on. And, and I think that's beautiful. I'm not knocking it, but for me, the first thing I identify with to help me is like, I'm not choosing to step over any part of my life or say that I am stepping away from that. Like that built the foundation of who I am. And that story mm -hmm. is so important to who I am now. And the thing I think we do a lot of is we want to get away from pain and we want to get away from the shame. Um, you got to feel it. Yeah. That's, that's how you start getting through that shit is like acknowledging, yep, I did that. I hurt a lot of people in my process of healing. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. And what's, what's, what's the saying hurt people, hurt people. And, and mm -hmm. it's, it's shitty too. And I, and I can kind of joke about it. I'm not joke or I'm not joking about it. If I have that like tone in my voice, but you know, it's, it's acknowledging it and sitting there and allowing yourself to feel that pain. Cause you're not feeling your pain. You're feeling the pain of the, of what you cause people around you. And that's the mm -hmm. shittiest part, you know? So and my mace was a big part of working through that, learning how to communicate it and communicate it, learning how to humble myself and learning how to say, I'm sorry and I'm moving on because you have to move on at some point too. So you feel like you moved on, like, or do you still feel like you're, you're constantly like still dealing with all the healing process? Cause I feel like it's an ongoing thing, but what's your thought on that? There's, so I've, I've had this, I've had this conversation with myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I was thinking about it the other day, we focus so much on this word healing. And I remember telling you know, my partner, um, who had to, who, had, who went through a, experienced a lot of like my backlash and in a lot of cases it wasn't deserved, but because I wasn't speaking up for what I needed from him. 
Um, and I just remember promising, like, I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm gonna be better, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better, I'm gonna, uh, you know, control my anger and this, that and the other. And, you know, thinking back to it, it's like, I can't fucking promise to control my emotions. I'm human. Every human is gonna reach his points where something just like, you know, it either explodes or it comes out in a certain way. It's but there's this word that comes to in my mind before healing, because you can heal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, healing to me is you're able to recognize when things start to pop up that are maybe an old pattern and you say, no, I'm going this way or I know what to do about this. But what comes before is the part is the part I think a lot of people miss out on and it's recovery. First off, you have to acknowledge the shit that happened to you and say, yeah, it sucked. And the moment for me that that acknowledgement, I had to go through a grieving process. I had to go through an understanding process. For me, I was heavily, heavily uh, manipulated and brainwashed. Um, I've been in this cult since I was born. You know, they got a hold of my mom and then they had me and they slowly started to discard my mom and to separate us. And so I was heavily inundated with a lot of things that um, really took a toll on my self-worth and yeah. my ability to feel loved. Um, and so I had to grieve all of that and grieve the fact that I lost that in a way I, I felt like I lost my family because at the end of the day, no matter all of the horrible things that they did to me, those people were my family. I grew up with them. I loved them. They had, they had kids and those kids were basically like my brothers. Um, so there was a lot of inner chaos. And then yeah. there's the recovery period. And, and why I say recovery is you think about it like an addiction, right? And so an addiction forms a pattern and forms a need in your, in your body as well. And there's physical responses to it. You have these cravings. And for me, it was really understanding that there was a lot of patterns and a lot of stories running that weren't mine, but my brain needed them to function. My brain was like, no, 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 we can't, we can't do that thing where we actually talk to people. This is what we do. We have to go and hide everything. You know, like even my, um, even my habits with food, I used to sneak food into my room because I was only allowed to have so many things. Um, so at night I would go and sneak and hide. And, and I remember if, if I leave like at least just one cookie or two cookies here, they won't notice it's gone because you could never eat the last little bit of food or whatever, just as an example here. And yeah, yeah. so even now I, I see myself like going to my own fucking pantry and being like, Oh God, I hope my room come out and see me sneak. like, Oh wow. I'm still doing these things. So this yeah. recovery period. Yeah, absolutely. I 110% believe that you can get to that point where it's like you're functioning and that's where I'm at now. So I'm basically the last three years were, was like the recovery period and learning a lot about myself and learning where not to go or what, you know, buttons necessarily to say, hey, that that is a trigger. I shouldn't put myself in these types of situations and learning or not yet, right? Because mm -hmm. I, as a human, you're always, this is why I, I think with identity is so crucial to say I'm a human because if you look up the definition of human, um, we're fallible. We all make mistakes, but we all can grow and learn from those mistakes and not make those mistakes again. So you're, an, you're a living organism and you're constantly going to shift and evolve. How do you want to do it? And so why I say not yet to certain things is because maybe you will be able to handle them in the future. Um, 
you know, I'm a big uh, advocate for mental health. And um, I've started to get a lot more involved in my community in that aspect, not just in the MACE community, but here in, in general in Austin. Um, and just paying attention to other artists out there that are doing similar things like uh, Demi Lovato. You know, I had no idea Demi Lovato's story growing up. Um, you know, she was addicted to cocaine, she was an alcoholic and she had an eating, eating disorder. I think by the time she was uh, 14, 15, so wow. she went through, yeah, she went through a lot and she actually relapsed um, two years ago. And, you know, to see someone like Demi who has it all together and has this immense, immense talent, like the voice that she has is, is unlike any other, um, you know, it, it really inspired me to say, to start talking about my story and talking more about how I use the steel mace in a way that's a positive outlet. And also recognizing that, you know, for all of the sad stuff we have to flow about, there's so many joyful things that you get right. to flow about. And, and that's where I'm focusing now too, is, is recognizing and, and choosing to celebrate these wins in flow. Um, our level two program really hits home when it comes to emotions and um, expression, right? And so we teach you the education of how to safely do the movements, how to progress with them or how to regress. Um, but also we give you so much more in the mentorship with Leo. Um, each movement has a meaning, right? So the 360, um, the 360 is, represents love because essentially you're, you're drawing this heart around yourself. And so what happens when you have like four different movements and you write out the meanings of them and or what they mean in the system? And then also what do they mean to you? You get to write out these stories. I've been actually oh. playing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's journaling and, you know, and, and all the ways that you it's very cathars, uh, cathartic. Is that the word? <laughs> You've done this before on the show, and I'm just like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I swear you did this too in the last episode. I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna let you have it. Sure. Somebody, somebody out there, or somebody out there will correct me. Oh my gosh. Um, it's it's fine. It's fine. But um, yeah. So I've been playing with this process of normally I have an emotion or I have a song or nature that inspires me. Um, and I've been paying attention more to my free flow. I don't know if you all know this, but I'm obsessed with watching game footage of myself and other Steel Mace Flow artists. Like, we'll, and, and this is something that Leo and I have actually talked about. Like we'll, we, would, we would go and film, we do our free flows and do our routines. And then we'd go home and we just sit there and like watch all of the movements and be like, oh, did you see that? Okay, what is that? And like, see where we could improve and stuff. But now what I do is I, I add on to that. Um, and I write down the movements and I ask myself, okay, well, what do these movements mean? And then what is my body and my soul trying to tell me in free flow? So instead of creating the story, I'm seeing what my body is actually speaking to me. So, cause in free flow, you're just allowing the body to push and pull. And there's these different movement patterns that come up for you. Everyone has what I like to call um, their expression pattern or a pattern that they constantly go back to. Like for me, it's a lot of circular movements. So I like mills, I like scoops and these under switches and circling and sword swings. And um, so when you get to start to analyze that, it's like, what's my body telling me here? 
And it's been a really interesting process because one came up that I translated last week and it was over communication and boundaries. And I was like, fuck, that's what I'm working on right <laughs> now. Thanks, body. And so it's like, okay, all right. And so, you know, just as a, just when you look at your steel mace practice or your steel mace flow practice in particular, because this is the realm that we tend to focus in is movement and emotion and expression. Um, you know, it can be limitless and, and who knows, maybe you could do that with a dumbbell. Maybe you, you know, people I'm sure do that with yoga and animal flow and your flow state doesn't have to be in once, you know, one simple little square of a box. I find it in, in everyday life. And I actually use the, the idea of flux and flow in life. So yeah, that's my long, really long-winded version of saying how freaking yes, you can heal and you've got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you went into the soulmate school, the, the level two stuff, because listening to it, I feel like, because I, I remember watching you guys on Instagram when I first started my journey. And I just remember looking at everyone. And at the beginning, I felt like everyone was trying to be Leo. And now I feel like Soulmates Flow has evolved to a point where everyone looks so unique. I'm starting to see everyone kind of express themselves more. And I think it's the level two. You guys have been doing a great job with that. Mm, thank you. No, that, that means yeah. a lot. That means a lot coming from you. Because um, sometimes when you're so saturated in it, uh, it can be hard to see if like if that is being translated or if the work is actually doing what, I mean, it's supposed to be doing so uh thank you for that yeah and and even your flows I'm always like when I watch yours it's just it looks like Serena it looks like Stillmates Gypsy you know and I love that I love to see that unique as aspect to the flows you know mm -hmm. yeah you know Leo is definitely uh, Leo is the root of it of course because he's created Stillmates flow but um yeah and I think everyone everyone goes through their period of time where they look like their coach. Um, now what you see though is, you know, he is the root and then there's these branches, like you have me, you have Frankenlegs, you have Jeffrey Oaks, you have Jamie Pinto and all of us learn from him essentially, or just, you know, when it was, when it was a lot smaller, just watched his Instagram. And so that's all we had. And then, yeah, you give a, you give a practice a couple of years to expand and grow. And then you find these people that are so freaking passionate about it that come together and say, Hey, well, what about this? And what about this? And all of a sudden it's like, it's turned this, you know, this tree into this DNA strand. And so it's all of the collectively the same, you know, rooted foundation, but now it has this life to, yeah, be unique. And, um, it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, we talk about the, the lineage of steel mace flow and honoring that lineage. And it's something that's very important to us because you can typically trace back and you can see the little, little nuances in someone's flow be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you learned that. Like you learned from Frankenlegs. So that's kind of like Frank's <laughs> thing. But, but then again, yeah, it's transcending and it's different because we teach our students to flow with who they are. Like, of course, we there's the aspect of hey yeah I want you to tap into what it feels like to flow like me you know it's like it's easy for me to tap into and flow like Leo because I've been with him on this journey for so long and he right. was of course like my direct coach and then I did definitely begin experimenting with the practice of hey well what do I look like outside of this like 
I started to become a little bit more empowered and saying, well, I am going to flick my wrist and like find a very ballet poetic type of pose. So it allowed me to explore femininity. It explore, allowed me to explore the masculinity and, and primalness and, and, and also just neutrality of being neither or. You know, I think a lot of times we focus so much on I have to be this type of way or I have to be this type of way. Well, what happens when there are no lines, there are no, you know, spaces of this, I have to be over here or here, just being in the center of it all and just moving with pure energy. It's, it's a beautiful thing and sounds a little woo woo, but at the, at the same time, like that's my job to explore these realms that nobody else wants to go into as a coach and as somebody that's an advocate for this practice and for pushing the boundary. Um, yeah, I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing for myself and for this tribe as a whole. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I can, I can see it. I can see it all happening. I'm telling you, I've seen it evolve over the years. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, okay. So let's talk about your program. Let's talk about this program that just got out. I bought it and it's fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. I watched the first couple of videos. I still got to get into it. I've been so fucking busy, but I'm going to get to it. I promise. And I'll post some videos. Yes. So (laughs) let's talk about your program. So I know when did you release this last month? Yeah, I, uh, I actually released it on my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy belated fucking birthday. No fucking idea. Did I say happy birthday? Unless it pops on Facebook, I won't know about it. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. I actually, I, I was choosing to rewrite my story with my birthday because typically people do forget or it's just, it's a really shitty, it's always been a really shitty time for me. Oh. And it actually, it almost ended up having that same storyline of being a really terrible birthday. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> we, are, we are 29 this year we are not doing that so what a part of that was I'm gonna make this always joyous for me and just make it an anniversary for something and so I was like this is the perfect day for me to release my program because it was a huge it's my first it's even if it even if it sold bad I was like I don't care it's a it's something to rejoice and so rejoiced in my birth and yeah rejoiced in the release of my program yeah Hmm. yes yeah today and I haven't even had coffee who am I oh good (laughs) that's your natural energy oh yeah I've got I've got so much I've got so much (laughs) but uh yeah no the program itself um you know when I first approached the uh approached the idea of making a program this is something that Leo and I had talked about I was like I'm I'm gonna do a workout I'm going to do a workout series and, and that's still on the table to do, but he was like, you should give the people more of you. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I, you know, I'm not going to create flows and stuff. Like, I don't want people to think like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, steal SMF education. And he was like, no, like, this isn't you creating education. This is you creating flows and, and putting yourself out there and, and giving them like who you are. And that's what's special is who you are and how you flow. And I was like, well, all right. <laughs> and, and I think a part of it too, was I had never really taken the time to break down my own free flows. 
um, and just really sit there and think about, you know, also making them right side and left side and, and just making them to where people could follow along. And also, how the hell am I supposed to teach people or describe it when I flip a mace over, over my shoulder and it's this really weird bendy move that I know a lot of people can't do, but I can do it because I've practiced it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So I had a couple months. I think I had like two months to figure this out. And my process of creation, I'm like any artist, I just like ignore it. <laughs> Um, and those senses and think about it and then stress about it. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what, we're going to just take some time to freaking create and, and it'll start, it'll start blooming, which it did, you know? And what was interesting was I wasn't necessarily focused on a theme for the series. Um, but if you look at the series, a lot of the, um, a lot of the titles are based around the moon and then gypsy and the moon's always been a big draw for me because of like these changing of phases and the we'll go back to that attachment to femininity because I've had trouble connecting to my feminine side I've always been like I'm the tough viking warrior-esque type of thing and it's like yes but you're also this soft vulnerable creature that like needs love and and is a very powerful force in that um so each, each flow that came about started having a story. And I just focused really on the feelings that I had during those flows. Like there's one called Mother Dragon and it's- I love that one. Yeah, I like I love that, that one. Too. That's the one that I actually tried like out of the <laughs> box. I was like, that one sounds so cool. And then I saw it and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this one. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's really simple and, it, and some of them are simple. Some of them are a little bit more complex, but they also feed into each other too, which is awesome because you really start to get reps and reps on certain movements. So it's like, I'm sneaking it in there of like, Hey, you're going to focus on your, uh, your sword cradle or your crescent swing. And there was also, that was a big movement in the, in the series was a lot of like sword swings. And there's one called a crescent swing which is essentially you're sending the mace head across and the tail follows and you switch and you're doing these redirects. And I love that, I love those steps where you are pivoting and pushing off of and pushing and pulling your energy. Like I'm really good at in free flow, if I'm going to fall, I'm really good at falling into the step and making it look like it's supposed to happen. And like there's, <laughs> right on. There's, been a, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to trip over a rock. And it's like, oh, forward fold into it and do some sort of flipper and animal flow. Just make it happen. <laughs> that's, that's also a part of free flow, but, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, but it, it, this was a really cool process in, it forced me to do the one thing that I hardly ever do, which is slow down. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it forced me in a sense to slow down and flow enough to where I really got to know my own flow patterns better. And I got to work on my coaching and upgrade my coaching. And it got me deeper into the philosophy and education of steel mace flow, especially level two, which, which is funny to say, because it's like, well, Gypsy, you were in the fricking series. How deep can you get into this education? Uh, <laughs> As Leo would say, there's levels to this shit. And that's why there is no necessarily true mastery or none that we have found yet with Steel Mace Flow because even us who have been here since the beginning still find more and more and more out of the practice and deeper and deeper layers, whether it be the philosophy, whether it be the physical practice, whether it be mind, so on and so forth. Like you just keep learning. Um, 
and now it's, we, you know, we, we've added on little things like journaling while we're doing our work, um, in the mentorship, like just to toggle back real quick to talk about the level two mentorship, like there, no level two mentorship is ever the same. Um, so you take yours the first time you take it again, it's going to be different and you're going to have different things pop up for you. And you're probably going to cry just so you know, I've, I've been to <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Um, I'm a big cry baby. So now I'm like, oh, great. Listen, listen, I, Jesus. Love to cry. I, love, I love it. I love to cry. And, and what it sounds silly to say that, um, cause you know, there were so many times where it was just like, damn it, I'm crying again. And I can't hold it back. Like now it's just understanding like, oh, release that shit, let it go. Like, feel it, like stop denying yourself these feelings. Like, why, why do I need to, why do I need to hold back on my tears? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I've been through a couple of the, of the mentorships. Like I, I took it for the very first time last year. I don't remember which month it was in and then would pop in and out here and there in some of them. But I, I told myself, I was like, this year I'm rededicating to my own education. Like I want to upgrade myself as a coach, not to say that I'm a bad coach at all, but fuck the way I want to coach steel may slow and show up for my students and show up for myself requires me to be in the education. Like literally I wake up in the morning and I think about steel mace and then at lunchtime it's, it's still steel mace. And then, you know, it just, I think I laugh sometimes because it's like, I can go a whole day, a whole week. And all I've really thought about in many different aspects is steel mace, flow. Steel mace. whether it be, yeah, whether it be from, you know, the online programs to my own programs to classes to online clients to the community um to myself it's it's a blessing it's a freaking blessing that i get to live my dream in the sense of like i love what i do and i even love answering emails because it's about steel mace flow you know coming this is a this is a huge deal for me to come back onto the podcast because um, we're revisiting, you know, of course, a lot of things and, and to, I was thinking back to the first time we did this podcast. I remember I was, I was sitting in my mom's kitchen because I was, I had just moved back in with her and had really, really long hair, I think back then, <laughs> which is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but it was just such a different time. And, and I'm still connected to that person, that, that girl that was sitting there in the kitchen, but oh my God, if I could tell her like all of the things I've been through in the last few years, she would have been like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Like that's ridiculous. But uh, some of that's good. Some of that's bad and everything in between. And I'm, I'm really proud of, I'm really proud of myself and I'm proud of my team. And I'm proud of the whole Mace community, the community as a whole too. Because if you think back of where we were at, then, you know, not just still Mace Flow, but everybody has had this like come up and this growth. And, you know, there's been some bumps in the road along the way. And of course there will be, because again, we're human and we want to succeed and we want a lot of things. And sometimes we get overwhelmed with emotion and um, our own little like hiccups of traumas and things that get triggered. And of course people's you know, buttons are going to be pushed. But at the end of the day, like there are so many great education platforms out there. And there are so many wonderful coaches to learn from um, that are pretty damn welcoming, you know, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Cause for a while there, it was just like, oh, you want to swing, you want to swing some mace, huh? Okay. Well, there's some things you need to know. There's a little bit of drama here and there. 
Um, I, you know, and, and to be, to be, to be quite frank with it, um, you know, I've, I've had some experiences with some students who have left, um, who have put down their steel mace because of things that they have experienced or some of that tension between the, the kings of the mace community, if you will, or the, and, and even the queens and stuff. And for me going forward now is, you know, I have respect for everybody and I always have, always will. Um, but it's not, it's not my job to focus on what is going on out there in that sense. My job is to constantly keep an open space and that friendly aspect, that friendly vibe, because that's what our community is about as a whole, you know, is welcoming people in that Mace unity. I truly believe in that. And I want to support in the best way I can for any student. And, and, you know, maybe they don't start with flow with me and they want to learn about heavy swings. I know where to direct them or they want to do more conditioning work. If they don't want to do it with me, I know where to direct them. And that should speak volumes too of how much I believe in my own practice to say that, yeah, I would refer a student to somebody else if I needed to. But at the end of the day, I'm so fucking well-rounded as a coach because I choose to learn and choose to be open-minded that if you need to, anything you need to learn, I'm probably going to be able to teach you because that's how much I believe in myself. And that's how much I continue to be open in the community to learn and to grow, if that makes sense. So total sense, total fucking <laughs> sense, man. I, I can't even, I, I can't even start to tell you like how different you are now compared to that first episode. I'm telling you like right now, you're just like, you're leaving me speechless. Your stuff is deep, man. Right. I'm serious. Like I've had so many guests this month and I think this was definitely that (laughs) bonus episode. Now, okay, let's get into that bonus challenge before we freaking end this. Let's get into that bonus challenge. What is it, Jepsy? All right. You know what? I actually, I had a better thought. I had a better thought. Okay. For this bonus challenge. And we'll make it a little bit more still mace flow like. Um, Instead of giving you moves, I want you... I want y'all to pick three moves and I want you to make them into a flow. And I want you to ask yourself what those movements mean to you. And then I want you to post those movements together with some badass music and then tell me in the caption, tell me and Ms. Victoria tag us what these movements mean to you. Oh, fuck yeah, that was better than the original idea, yes. We're getting to some level two shit here. Hell yeah. I'm about That's to join right. in too. Yes. yes I'm not going to win shit, but I'm going to give out shit, but I'm going to do the slow. I'm going to put it together. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. This is the best. I love you too. Okay. So before we end this words of encouragement for women, because like I told you, I'm going to literally, we're recording right now. I'm going to edit, going to release this tomorrow because I want you to make it for women's month. You had to be in this month. Okay. So words of encouragement for women who are just picking up a still mace, or maybe they're not confident in their still mace flow. Uh, yeah. Number one, be present, be, be so fucking present in your journey where you're at, that you leave, that you leave no room for regret. And what I mean by that is for myself personally, I miss my beginning days when it was just me and my mace and my switch squats looked like crap, but they felt so freaking good because they were so new to me and so powerful. 
and I can still feel and smell the gym around me. Um, but a lot of the, a lot of those steps were marred by you suck and you should look like that person. And God, you can't even get your elbow drive in front of your face, you know? Um, yeah, be present, have fun with it. And there, and all of those lines that you're so concerned about, or even being able to hold your mace, um, it's going to come with one, one thing, repetition. Actually, it's going to come with a couple of things, repetition, dedication, and a little bit of belief. Your belief doesn't have to be hundreds and hundreds of percents to freaking start. You can have 1% of belief in yourself and that's going to end up manifesting into more with one rep at a time, one step at a time. I'm going to add in one thing too. So that little voice you always talk about for the Toltec, that's called the parasite. So I'm going to add in squash your fucking parasite. (laughs) Squash that shit. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, we, we talk about that little voice in my class and uh, and something I do, um, I'll do like a Shavasana type of ending for my my classes here in um, in Austin. I teach for Black Swan Yoga. I teach hot right. on it, which is uh, steel mace, body weight and kettlebell. I call it a fitness dance party. It's so much fun. Like we it's definitely cool. work on getting your reps in, but also doing some flows and just getting into your body. And so in the Shavasana of it all, um, oh, you had a plane. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this me? Is this me? <laughs> Forget it. They've been flying around all fucking day. Uh, no. To, so what I do in the Shavasana is I'll have them lay down, turn down all the lights and I have them focus on their breathing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading this book right now. That's talking about breath work being like, you know, the, it, the life force, like you're breathing out your life force, you're taking it in so on and so forth. And I'll tell my students, you know, what they'll be focusing on the breath, whatever no longer serves you. I want you to inhale all of that. Like you're pulling it all out of your body and then exhale, let that shit go. I said, I say, blow it out, leave it on the floor. I'll sweep it out the door. <laughs> That's like speaking to, speaking to that little voice. And then I say, whatever you spent the last 60 minutes on your map building, all that hard work, all that badassery, all of those good feelings, everything that you want to be, inhale that shit, exhale it and breathe your freaking fire. And yeah. you should hear like the change of it. You hear this just like, and they, it's, it is so, so monumental. So breathe your fire, y'all. You deserve it. Woo! Breathe your fire. All right. That was such a great way to end this episode. Okay. So where do people find you? Where, um, I guess the link to your program too, because I'm pretty sure people are going to want to look for that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the easiest way to find it is follow me on Instagram at steel mace gypsy. The link to my website is going to be in the bio. It's just steel mace gypsy, uh, dot thinkific.com. Cause I can't figure out how to get the thinkific off yet. This is first world <laughs> entrepreneur problems. Y'all it's fun. It fucking <laughs> happens. <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. Yeah. And then the links are there too, for, um, steel mace flow. If y'all want to check out the level one or level two programs, um, or if you have any questions, DM me. I can certify you in level one steel mace flow, and I can teach you steel mace flow level two moves. I just can't certify coaches yet because Gypsy is in her mentorship process to do so. So cheer me on, y'all! Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! And I, you know, I'm glad that you bring that up too because I, you always have to stay a student, right? Yeah. Throughout your whole fucking year, don't think you know, don't block yourself up and think that. 
you you learned it all. Listen, listen, y'all. And and even just that, like, continue your learning. But sometimes I don't want to be a coach. I like being a student. It's fun. Remember that. After, you know, don't get me wrong. I love everything that I do. And I am a queen for freaking sure. But I like it when I get to take that off and go be a student and get taught and just be me. So remember that, too. It's fun to just be a student. (laughs) Be a student. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. As always, I'm so excited to release this episode. (laughs) May the universe always flow with you, Stillmates Gypsy. And also with you.